A great story always begins with the front page. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to the front pages where we discuss relevant sports news and nothing but facts. My name is Paige if you're just now joining me and I'm a ball of energy today as today is Memorial Day. Uh, Yes, so I got the day off of work today and I was like, oh, this podcast is going to go crazy because so much has been happening. So first and foremost, happy Memorial Day, listeners. So yes, this episode, we are continuing our conversation about the NBA playoffs and all of the frenzy around the NBA playoffs right now. But before we even get there, I have some other news for you as your UH track and field Cougars just completed their tenure at the regional track and field meet back in College Station. The H-Town Speed City has done it again, ladies and gentlemen. They continuously, every week, I think I've said something about them every week. They are just so impressive, both women and men. And I'm just so pleased and so just excited for them, even though like this is not my personal experience when I was on the team, but just seeing the success that this team has been able to have has just been remarkable. And, man, it's a beautiful sight to see, to say the least. So on my women's side, field events setting the tone as they normally do. Samaya Samuels, she qualifies in that long jump after jumping 21 feet, 6 inches. And then Michaela Martin in the throws, 202 feet and 8 inches. My goodness, girl, you was throwing, throwing. Okay, so I feel that. So those are your field events qualifying. Fires for the national meet. And then on the sprinting side, you had Camille Rutherford. She qualified in that 100 race. And Brienne Bethel, yo, if you do not know who Brienne Bethel is, please, please Google my sis, okay? Because she has been tearing up the track right before our eyes. We're literally seeing speed. Like if you blink, Brienne race will be over, literally. She is that fast. Not kidding you. Go watch. Go pull up the tape. Do whatever. Mark my words. This girl is fast. She qualified in the 100, the 200, and she's also a part of that 4x1 and 4x4 team that qualified for nationals as well. So the ladies got a full bus going to that national meet. On the men's side, they had 11 individual entries in one relay events to the national meet. You had Benjamin Okafor in the long jump. Christian Sampi and Antonio Ruiz advanced for the pole vault. Y'all, I don't even... The pole vault group at U of H has just came up this year. And just to see these guys make it to nationals, it definitely speaks to the future of this program. So I'm excited for that, to watch that. And then you had Deo in the 100-meter hurdles. He will advance. Then you had Travis Collins with a double header in the 100 and 200. Jordan Booker in the 200. Christian Hamberlin in the 200 as well. Then Sean Mazzogani. Yo, this is the this is GOAT talk. This is GOAT talk right here. This man advances in the 100 meter, the 200. He's also a part of that 4 by one relay that also will advance to that national meet. But Sean Mazzogani, yo, definitely a name to remember 
especially in the track and field community. And then, of course, the U of H 4x1 team has advanced to the national meet as well. So, dang, they got a lot of people going to nationals this year. So that's a good look for this program, definitely building it up year after year. And like my friend Dayon always says, this team, they don't rebuild, they reload. And that's what this team does every freaking season. So, Kudos to the Cougs. Have to show y'all a little bit of love, especially at the beginning of the podcast, because what better way to start it out? Okay, okay, okay. But let's shift gears here. I promise y'all I'm going to calm down. (laughs) I'm just really passionate. I'm very passionate, especially about something that a community that I am a part of. So go Cougs. Always. Whose house? Cook's house? All that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, seriously. <laughs> See, that be getting me distracted. Wow, I would really be distracted on here. That's crazy. Okay, so Naomi Ahsoka, she just redrew herself from competing in the French Open. Now, if you don't know who she is, she's a four-time Grand Slam winner. Um, and, and honestly, if you don't know who she is, what are you doing? Do you live under a rock? Like, Come on, you, this is a sports podcast. I'm pretty sure you know who Naomi Osaka is. Well, just today, she announced that she withdrew herself from competing in the French Open. Just yesterday, she was fined $15,000 by tennis officials for refusing to do media interviews during the French Open, saying that she was prioritizing her mental health. Now, I am a huge advocate for mental health. So I completely understand her decision in withdrawing completely from the French opening. Now, the reasons that she said she kind of initiated the conversation of not doing the press conferences after her matches is because they make her depressed. It doesn't align with her peace. It makes her it makes her anxious. She has anxiety with that. And she said these. These are not my words. She go look on her her Instagram right now, like as I'm speaking, and go see for yourself. She wrote a long two page note saying how those interviews that she suffered, especially after she defeated Serena Williams back in 2018 at the U.S. Open, it was bad for her mental. She couldn't handle it. So to to be focused on her game and to be completely 100% healthy mentally, she made a decision that she did not want to do press conferences. And they fined her for that because they said that that was a part of her job. And to be honest, this is where the sports world and the mental world kind of have their dis- their differences. And it's just like, yo, These athletes are humans at the end of the day. If they don't want to do a press conference, I don't see what's wrong with that. You guys want a press conference to make this fancy little live show or make some good content for yourself or allow the reporters like y'all doing that for y'all benefit. You're not thinking of the athlete when they're doing this. And I can even reference the interview you saw with um, PG in in the NBA playoffs. He had his head down the entire playoff. Did he want, I mean, the entire interview that he did, the press conference interview after one of their losses. So it's just like, do you really think he want to sit there and and hear y'all bash him, talk about how bad he played? Like, I understand it's a conversation we still have to have, but it's it's the principle. Like, these are humans. If that's something that they don't want to do, 
I don't think we should force them. And sorry, if th- this has really got me rowdy about them finding her. And I'm just like, yo, I understand the way that she delivered her message. Yes, I guess that could have been handled a little bit differently. But it's just, it's, bro, finding her for not doing press conferences? Huh? So, hey, kudos to you, sis. I support you in your decision to just withdraw yourself completely. And even in her statement, she was just like, so the focus can go back to tennis and not the focus on me. Because she don't even want the focus. She says she's an introvert. She don't want the attention. Bro, can we make it a norm for people for it to be okay for people not to be as outspoken, okay to speak into the public, public freaking cameras? Like, ugh, I'm frustrated. Like, do not make this girl do something that puts her in a space where it's unhealthy for her. And that's all I'm saying. And that's, I guess that's my biggest thing. Like we talk about, oh, mental health awareness and this and that. All of these sporting entities will love to love to post a little graphic. But when it comes time to put it in action, it's just a no. And I don't like that. It's kind of like you put your money where your mouth is. You know, like let, let's, it's all talk, no action. You all bark, no no, no bite. What what Corin Brown said? He said, "Y'all, y'all podcast call all the smoke, but you don't want no smoke." This, that's okay. I'm gonna leave it alone. Y'all, let me know how y'all feel about it. Whew, okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so moving right along, Kwame Brown. Yo, this dude is crazy. He is crazy. The things he says, I'm like, yo. You don't have no filter. You just all in. And, you know, I understand it to a point because he's been attacked his entire career. And he's, 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 I think it's okay that he can defend himself and he can talk the talk with the other guys. Like, yeah, that's cool. That's dandy. But he's very long-winded. I'm not going to lie. I'm not watching those videos three hours long. Like, I'm not going to, I don't want to live my day like that. Like, no, I'm not doing that. But. Stephen A was one of the guys that he called out in one of those videos. So Stephen A responds, y'all, but he does it in the most marketable way and so hilarious. So he puts out a special basically on ESPN Plus, and I think it was called Stephen A's Story or Stephen A's World, something like that. Anyways, he literally plays one minute of Kwame Brown's highlights. Yo, when I say I was weak watching these highlights and hearing Stephen A's commentary, he was like, this is one minute of highlights that you have. I have 15 minutes of this bull crap. And I'm like, yo, this is wild. This man pulled out the facts. And then Stephen A was like, you wasn't that good. You wasn't very good. Like, here's the proof. And it's like dang how you gonna how do you respond to this because he's he's bringing out visual evidence to the public you made it go this far so now people gonna start bringing this back back this up your highlights trash and i'm like yo this is this is messy this is very messy men how men handle beef Ooh, y'all are messy y'all are messier than women in some cases wow but I just have to bring that up. I thought that was hilarious that he played his highlights in part of his response to him. 
Steven A don't want no real beef. He's just like, yo, I'm speaking facts. Like, this is what you've done, and this is what I've had to say about what you've done, period. But as we go into the topic of the NBA, I have to talk about the fans. Excuse my language, but have y'all lost y'all damn mind? Have you lost your mind? Yo, you regular fans, cut it out. Cut it out. We, in this first round of playoffs, we popcorn was thrown at Westbrook. In Madison Square Garden, a fan tried to spit on Trey Young. Racist comments were made towards Ja's parents. A water bottle was chunked at Kyrie. And in fact, that fan that threw that water bottle has now been charged with assault and battery. Let me tell y'all something. All you NBA fans out there, pass it along. Air this message. Do whatever you have to do. Y'all need to get it together. Y'all need to get it together, and I mean it, because I guarantee it's not going to look good for y'all in the future. Because these players are going to start reacting, and you don't want that. When they start reacting, then they're going to be the bad guys. Y'all taunt them. Y'all yell at them like they're animals. Bro, these are humans. Bro, can we normalize humanizing athletes? Please. Please. Have y'all lost? You spit. You tried to spit on Trey Young. What are you thinking? We are in a pandemic. A pandemic. A panorama. You are spitting. You literally try to sp- Huh? Huh? Y'all are crazy. Yo, when they start run on testing y'all, I promise you, I'm not going to feel bad. I am not going to feel bad for y'all at all. And good for the fan. Let's round of applause for all of these donkey of the days because they have been banned from the NBA indefinitely. And really, only really a round of applause to the the fan that was charged with assault and battery because I need to see these other people charged. The one that definitely tried to spit? Huh? You spit bodily fluid? Yo, automatic A whooping. I promise you. I'm Ron Artesting everybody. I'm knocking everybody out. I do not care if I was a player. I'll take the fine. I will take the fine all day, all night. I'm not. I'm not. I can't, bro. I don't have the patience for that. That's too far. Spit? You chunked a water bottle at me? And then, so when I was watching the video of Kyrie Irving getting um, hit with the water bottle, um, Vernon Maxwell actually put out a little message, and he was like, it's just a bottle of water, right? If you feel disrespected and do something about it or it'll keep happening, guess how many times a fan has made a comment about my stillborn daughter it cost me some money in a suspension, but I sleep fine every night knowing I stood up for her. Mic drop. Because I understand. I totally understand. Y'all forget that these athletes are human and y'all need to start acting like it. Or we may just need to go back to no fans. If this how y'all coming, I understand y'all been locked in the house, but don't come up in here acting. Come in here with some sense. Please. My goodness. We can't even focus on the game because y'all out here acting nuts. 
And who knows? Maybe now they may even take out the court, the courtside seats because y'all acting a fool. Because all the people who who hella close, y'all y'all acting just. I, I don't understand. Y'all I'm mad today. Y'all got, but I got time today. That's the difference. I got time today. Y'all better cut it out for real. And I'm saying this like I'm one of them, one of the players. And I'm not, and I'm this upset. So I know the players like, bro, try me, try me. They done played a physical game up and down this court. And, you know, sometimes when you be tired, you you be ready for whatever. So <laughs> y'all better y'all better trail lightly, fans. Y'all, please, please, please. I hope, I actually hope a player do something to one of y'all, like something happens. But something like, and I'm going to be on that player's side. Because y'all have been taking it too far. This is only round one. Act like you have some sense. Please. Please. I beg. So as we move right along to the playoffs, a lot has changed since we last talked. I think we only talked about game ones. We may have spoke about game twos. I don't know. A lot doesn't happen since last Monday. Now I think about it. But y'all, first, first thing I got to bring up, the Heat are frauds. Fraudulent team. What did I – I don't even know what I was watching. I wasn't even – at the last game, I didn't even watch. You know why I didn't watch it? Because I knew it was going to be pathetic. This is not national TV worthy at all. The Heat have fooled us all. Tyler Hero, who? Bam, who? Really, Butler, who too? What was y'all doing? Y'all got swept. And I'm not saying that the Bucks, the Bucks not cold because they are, but y'all got swept. Swept, swept. Not even close. No game. I'm disappointed in y'all. I really am. That was horrible. That was horrible. I don't even I didn't even care for that matchup. Like, this events the Bucks. At the game two, I was over it. I say, oh yeah, it's over. It's over with. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. And I the thing about it too, I'm so mad because I picked the Heat to win over the Bucks. And the Bucks just did the fool on them. And now I look like the dummy picking the Heat. I'm fed up. I am fed up. So the Bucks will advance. Can't do nothing about that. The Sixers and the Wizards. Sixers are up 3-0. That game is actually, the game four is actually today. So Wizards, what y'all doing? Are y'all going to show up or do we need to bring the broom out? I think they already got brooms in the back. Don't know what y'all doing. I really feel bad. I really feel bad for Westbrook, bro. Because I really like the way Westbrook plays. It's just series of unfortunate events for him so hopefully they can get a dub this this round so they don't get swept i mean i don't see them coming back four games straight either but hopefully just get just get a game just get a game it's it's the pride for me it maybe am i prideful oh i need to write that down i gotta talk to my therapist about that but look three don't don't get swept don't get swept please please i beg i beg i beg Knicks versus hawks Hawks then took over this series. And I really wanted the Knicks to win just because they haven't been in the playoffs since who knows when. And this was a tough matchup for them. I hate that they had to play the Hawks, but the Hawks have just been delivering and being the better team. So, therefore, right now, Hawks leading that series one to three. I don't think that they can make a comeback against Ice Trey and his fellows, but hey. It's the NBA playoffs. You never know what can happen, but mm, it's too early to make that type of decision. You get what I'm saying? So 
that's on your east side. Oh, wait, I forgot. Nets and Celtics. Nets are currently leading that series 3-2-1. The Nets, yo, I honestly have them coming out the east. So that's no surprise that the Celtics can't keep up with them. I didn't expect them to. I'm actually surprised that they got a game. But it's whatever. Let them have it. That matchup will be done. I'm pretty sure the Nets will advance from there. On the west side of things, Utah and Memphis, things heating up. It's 2-1 to one there. Utah leads the series. But Mitchell is back and healthy, and that has made all of the difference for this team and what they're trying to do. Ja trying to respond. Don't think he will be able to because that Utah team is just stupid strong, y'all. I'm not going to lie. This team has been playing well against one another in Utah. I actually have them coming out of this matchup, so we'll see how this will prevail itself. Clippers versus Mavericks. This series is now tied 2-2-2. And at first, y'all, I think it was game three. The coach was saying, he did like a press conference interview where he was saying he wasn't worried. And now I see why he was not worried because they didn't came back two games in a row over the Mavericks. Luka cannot do it by himself. Prisingas, what are you doing? Make a layup. Open your hands. You are too big to not be scoring. What? What are you doing? And at first, I was like, man, Luka going crazy. Pat Bev cannot guard him. But y'all proving me wrong. Because last two games, Clippers, they done shown up and showed out. I guess the coach was right. Maybe. Maybe he shouldn't be worried. So, I don't know. Mavericks going to have to go back to the drawing board, reevaluate because the Clippers heating up, and I don't like that. I don't like that. That's a scary sight. So, Luca, come on, pull through. I, I, I need you. I have you coming out of the West. I have the Mavs. Well, okay, Laker fans, leave me alone. I don't want to talk. But Mavs, come on, get it together. Denver and Portland, 2-2. Two and two. That series is now tied. I have Portland winning that series, hopefully – they can edge out whatever they have going. But overall, it's been a good matchup. Those games have been low-key kind of boring. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, that matchup has been the probably one of the most boring out of the West. And then one of my favorites out of the West has been the Suns versus Lakers. That series is now tied. Playoff LeBron is showing up. And he has been bullying Crowder. Literally bullying this man. And I'm like, I'm seeing the memes. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Why are you doing him like this? Like, LeBron dribbling through his legs, playing with him like it's street ball. This is not street ball. This is NBA playoffs. Why are you playing with him like that? It's sick. It's sick, man. But AD, he got a growing injury, so... His playing time in game five is very questionable right now. Of course, he's come out and said he, he's going to play, like, regardless of what his coach got to say. But we all know how that goes. And if you're an athlete and you've been hurt to a big event, you you know that same feeling he's feeling. So, AD, hopefully um, he can get healthy enough to be able to continue in this playoff run. A lot of people have been saying that LeBron can't do it without AD. I think LeBron can do anything without AD. Uh, but AD is a great asset, a great um, team player, and he makes some major plays for the Lakers as well. But I definitely think they can still beat the Suns without AD, if that makes sense. Now, if we talk about the Nets, mm -mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that happening. But 
as of the Suns, I can see them playing without AD. So AD shouldn't be that worried. But the series is tied, so I don't know. We're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep that on watch. That's been my favorite matchup um, out of the West. But yeah, that's what I got on the NBA playoffs. I'll give y'all the remaining schedule um, today. You have Utah and Memphis. That's game four. You have game four between the Sixers and Washington. Washington trying to hang on in this matchup. Tomorrow on Tuesday, we got all game fives, Denver and Portland. Competition now set to two and two. Game five for Phoenix and Lakers. That series is at two to two. And game five for your Nets and your Celtics. That series is three to one. So Boston looking to hold on in game five. Wednesday, Clippers in Dallas, two and two. That series is now tied up. So game five will get a little bit hectic, a little bit more physical as well. And then you will have game five with your Knicks and your Hawks. As your Knicks are trying to hang on, not let go of that playoff memory just yet. But as we all know, it's the NBA playoffs. Anything can happen here this season. But yeah. That's all I have, ladies and gentlemen, today. Let me leave you off with your historical fact of the episode. On this day in history, in 1859, Philadelphia A's organized to play town ball, which actually became baseball 20 years later. So that is your historical fact of the episode. If you guys are not yet, go ahead and make sure you're following the front pages on Instagram. But until next time, check it out. Peace.